Hello and welcome to the podcast, Be Bougie, Be Hippie. This is a space for healing, growing, vibing, manifesting, and discovering. I want to help you tap into your self-worth, your intuition, your spiritual support, and making your dreams your reality. You deserve the most beautiful, abundant, and fulfilling version of this life. Let's begin. Welcome to this episode of Be Bougie, Be Hippie. I am your host, Eileen DeSalle. Thank you for being here. I have an awesome guest on today, and she holds a special place in my heart. We haven't known each other for very long, but it's one of those relationships where it kind of went just straight to the nitty gritty. It went deep. It was like, hey, we kind of know what each other, what the roles we play in one another's lives. Let's not hesitate. Let's do this. And her story is such testimony to that. So Caroline Hammett, she discovered her spiritual practice in her sophomore year of college through a yoga teacher at a $5 yoga class. That yoga teacher invited Caroline into her Wednesday evening writing circle, which ended up being a group of like-minded women and men who wanted to dive deeper into themselves. Keeping a strong yoga and spiritual practice through college, continuing to pursue a PhD in engineering, Caroline decided to leave that engineering program. She now manages a local restaurant and she is owner of Bend Yoga Studio. Shrugging off others' opinions of her major life leaps as impulsive, Caroline is driven by her strong intuition to follow her heart. And that is so true. Everyone, welcome, Caroline. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? Doing well. Where are you right now? I feel like, can I just say, I feel like you're sitting in your condo. Are you looking out the window? Oh, yes. I'm at um, my desk, which is newly lean Aiden's desk as we're transitioning to our move-in together. That's right. Yeah, so Caroline recently got engaged. Congratulations to you and Aiden. Thanks. And now he just, he's moving in. You guys are such planners. I love it so much. (laughs) What date is he moving in officially? Officially May 31st. Okay. All right. So it's coming up. Coming up. What you had said to me and just hearing your journey, I feel like it's so important for young 20 somethings because I need to mention that too. How old are you? I am 26. Oh, I'm like melting right now. So (laughs) I'm a baby. (laughs) Yeah. But yes and no, yes and no, because you said you just now you have that strong intuition to follow your heart. My God, what, what was I doing at 26? I was, I was homeless and running Massachusetts. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this message and everything we're about to talk about, which who knows what's going to come up, but I know exactly the right thing. So many young 20 somethings need to hear this, but also their parents need to hear this because you have done exactly what people want their children to be happy. They want them to follow their heart, but then at the same time, they're scared to let them live outside of the box or not because they want to, but this fear is instilled that like, if you leave the PhD program, or if you leave the path to graduation and the nine to five, there's that fear that you won't be successful. My, um, my parents themselves were entrepreneurs. And I do have to say a part of 
being so impulsive, let's say, Mm. follow my heart, even though they've been worried throughout the way, they definitely have given me the space. They've never been the helicopter parents. They've always given me that space. And I think that's a really big part of who I've turned into. I love that. Your energy too. It's so strong, but it's not like in your face. Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking this morning and it was great when I texted you, I was like, Hey, we're going to do the podcast. You're like, awesome. I'm going to sit and meditate a little bit. I was like, great. I'm going to sit and journal on this a little bit. And what kept coming up for me for you when I think of you is steadfast rebellion. (laughs) It's like, that's, that's you. Yeah. I remember the first time we met <laughs> steadfast rebellion, like not in your face, but you're like, yep, this is my path. I'm going to carve it out and I'm going to see you later. If you're not going to do, <laughs> do your own thing and kind of be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Tell us just kind of what every day looks like for you, or you were talking about your spiritual practice. Like, tell us a little bit, walk us through the day you decided that, you were not going to pursue the PhD. Like what happened? Where'd you feel it in your body? So that, I feel like it was more of a season than a day. How how it unfolded was I, so I started my PhD and I decided to do a PhD within a 40 minute class period. Mm. (laughs) There was no pre-discussion about it. I walked right up to my teacher after class and I asked her to fund me for a PhD. Wow. And I called my mom after and she's like, what the hell? (laughs) It kind of just went from there. And I ended up getting my P or going for my PhD. And a bunch of my advisors were like, you need to get a master's first. You should get a master's. And I was like, no, I'm not getting a master's. I'm doing this PhD. Hmm. Super stubborn. That being said, I ended up getting my master's. (laughs) And (laughs) right after my master's, I was like, I need a break. I need to fully pause and take a summer. And that summer, I ended up managing at the Oyster Bar, um, the Tunic Oyster Bar. And that, again, I decided to manage the restaurant within a three-hour period. (laughs) I saw a sign. I remember exactly where I was. And it just hit me immediately. I was like, I'm going to manage. And so I walked in. (laughs) I I walked right in. I went right up to the owner. I was like, "Um, I'm here. I'm ready. And I got the job right from there. It, I went from going for a PhD, which was super logical, super calculated, and I started feeling like I, I, I didn't want to go back to school. I didn't want to go back to school, but my whole life I've been so steadfast and ready to make these impulsive changes mm. that this change was hard because it wasn't, let's say, societally good. Yeah. Like yeah. going for a PhD in engineering, even though it was crazy, it was fantastic. My parents were so proud. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting to manage a restaurant, it was a great move. But this was almost like a backward step, I want to say, in a lot of people's eyes. Right, right. Yeah. And it's funny, Um, kind of fast forwarding, my current fiance looks back at that moment. And he's like, you've never cared what anyone has to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, why did you all of a sudden take to heart? that everyone was telling you no. It's it's a funny concept. So I, I really took to heart that all these people were telling me not to do it. And it kind of drove me to the ground. It really was hard for me to rebel out of that. 
and yeah. follow my heart through it. Cause my heart knew I was like, I'm not meant to teach. I'm not meant to get a PhD. I don't right. want to continue doing this. Right. So I actually ended up going back to school that fall semester. I took a few classes. I took a few classes, like wholeheartedly knowing I wasn't going to continue, but I felt like I needed to. What classes did you take? Did you like go back and continue with the engineering classes or did you choose more elective classes? Like what, what were I... you still forcing it at that time? Or were you like, mm, I'm going to take an English class, I'm gonna take a management <laughs> class. You know what I took? I took um, cognitive psychology. Cool. Yeah. Um, that cool. was a really cool class. I took, I definitely took two classes that like, if I wanted to continue my PhD, they would have counted. Yeah. But also things I wanted to take that semester. That's that steadfast. Right. Yeah. Right. Let me just yeah. keep the store open just in case. Yeah. But I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that semester, fall semester, I was like emotionally hitting rock bottom. I was confused because I wanted to follow my heart, but I wanted the approval. I wanted the validation. I wanted mm. people that loved me to be okay with what I was doing. Mm. So I was really at odds with myself. And I ended up, this was, I guess, my story of rock bottom. Um, I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend at the time, who is now my fiance. Um, <laughs> I moved out of our brand new house. I <laughs> found this adorable little beach cottage, which I have to say, finding a rental in Rhode Island is hard enough as it is. And the fact that I found a rental in the middle of October <laughs> within a week was like so meant to be. This cute little cottage was like, I call it my healing cottage. Oh, so cool. We're in South County. That's also for people who don't know, kind of yeah. like backing it up. Caroline went to URI, University of Rhode Island, mm -hmm. and Bend Yoga Studio is now in the Emporium of URI. And Bend's studio is where my bougie hippie, the bougie hippie office is inside of. So we will get into all of that. But I love this. You just like push everything away. You're like, hold on, everybody. I love you. Yep. I have time to breathe. I'm going to break up with you. And I'm going to move into this little cute cottage. Yep. And again, everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? You're quitting your PhD. You're breaking out with your boyfriend. You're moving out of your house. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she needs help. Guys, yeah. she's going down. Yep. So I, I moved out and I... Before I moved out, I had this overwhelming feeling. I was like, I need my own four walls. I need to be within my own energy. Like, I, mm -hmm. I just knew that. And I never had that feeling before. Mm -hmm. So I, I literally, before I decided to move out, I bought this little tiny half wall. And I, <laughs> and I put it up in our bedroom thinking that, like, I could find my space in that little half wall. <laughs> I'm dying because you're, what, like, 22, 23? Yeah. In college with this new boyfriend. And we all know that is not the phase of your life where you're like, get me a half wall. Yeah. I was like, leave me alone. <laughs> so oh. that, the half wall, let's say, didn't work. And I got this cute cottage. And actually, this morning in my meditation, I uh, this part of the story came to me, which I feel like is super, it kind of just goes with everything. It goes with that, um, just little, not impulses, just little downloads that I know mm. helped me move to where I am right now. And God shots. Yeah. While we're in this cottage, we own this house together and we're broken up. And I remember talking to my realtor and we were talking about like potentially selling the house or what we would do if we kept like stayed broken up 
And at my deep core, I knew that we weren't going to stay broken up. But I also mm-hmm. knew I needed to meet with this person and talk to her about these things. Mm-hmm. So we ended up talking. And within that conversation, I we found out that we had a bunch of equity in the other house. And she's like, kind of talking about it. And it came up that we basically had this money. Cool. And I was like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's buy a house. <laughs> we're broken up but hold on this is yeah. actually just a me thing right now I totally love you I just need space and let's go continue with this path because yeah. when you know you know but I feel like it takes people sadly either one they never come to that awareness or yeah. two I love your story like I said at the beginning because lots of times it happens midlife crisis or Mm -hmm. empty nested or, you know, later in life. So I love this, that you're honoring yourself. Yeah. (laughs) All of these moments, like from the moment I decided to get my PhD, to quit my PhD, to the moment I decided to move out. Like we talked about this the other day, actually, how downloads are different than just thoughts because you like feel it through your body almost. And I just know that each one of these moments, Mm. I'm almost tunnel visioned. Like I remember exactly where I was, how I felt, what I was looking at yeah, and nothing else. Yep. Yep. And like time pauses. Yeah. Like looking back at all of these little moments, even when I was a young kid, I had this weird project that I chose to do it on Rhode Island. Oh yeah. Tell us about that. Cause that's yeah. true too. Cause yeah. you're from Jersey. We're both from Jersey. Yes. Jersey girls. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's when I walked into the studio when you and I met and I saw a car outside, you know, not uncommon for mm-hmm. URI and it had Jersey plates. And I was like, I knew you were from Jersey. And you said, well, that's not my car, but I am from <laughs> Jersey. It's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I had this project and I chose Rhode Island and I remember having this weird I don't want to say obsession because I wasn't obsessed with it, but I just like always had this thought of Rhode Island in the back of my head. So random. So random, not random. Right, exactly. It's not random. And then Rhode Island actually was a last minute school that I applied to. I was supposed to go to Kentucky. And I was like, no, like last minute I applied here and we toured it. And I actually decided to go here sitting one one room over from the current yoga studio that I own random not random I remember sitting in the cafe looking at my mom right next door to the yoga studio and I'm like this is it this is where you're meant to be and again the last minute the mm-hmm. pain. Yep. it is so crazy how you have that where you had that pull with Rhode Island because just thinking about my own story I remember like third or fourth grade I did I was like I'm going to move to Massachusetts someday. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to live in Massachusetts and Massachusetts saved my life, changed my entire life. Right. So I love that. And then here we are, here we are mm-hmm. in, in beautiful Rhode Island. And when we say Rhode Island too, for people, some people have never, they don't even know where Rhode Island is because it's so small, but South County, Rhode Island, where URI is, is such a special place mm-hmm. there is such there is just crazy energy down here and I'm convinced that that's why we were led to move here I mean now I kind of know with everything that's unfolding but so you choose URI you're in the coffee shop you just feel that ping you know that it's it yeah now when did you so you're going to these circles yeah or deepening your intuition and was that at what Bend used to be, which is Rhode Island Yoga Center? Um, 
yeah, so I met the teacher. Her name was Angela, and she's magical. Um, I still have connections to her now. She was teaching the $5 Friday class, and she drew me into these Wednesday circles, which was actually at URI. And that was an awesome experience. It was a group of girls, and we just, and some gentlemen too, and we just dove into, uh, we talked about Boron Katie a lot, just kind of emotional regulation, and it was really good. It was, it wasn't so much spiritual as much as I say spiritual, but it was in that realm of just self betterment and yeah, going right. into that realm. I love that. I feel like that's so special because now at your studio at Bend, you have a $5 Friday class and it's just mm-hmm. cool to kind of connect the dots to see yeah. like that was so important for you because your place, it really is. It's, it's got, amazing energy and you are such a container holder or a space holder for the community and you can feel that Mm -hmm. within like with everything that you do at the studio with the local artists and all the workshops it's just really all the different types of teachers you have too so if anybody's in the Rhode Island area because it's not that big (laughs) you can make it to Bend Studio the teachers are great in your class. Mm. I mean, you're just, you do, you have this deeper wisdom. I bet you too, growing up, were you always told like, you're an old soul? Always. I was always the older, the mature one. Always that old soul concept. Yeah. 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 Good. So you're diving deeper. You meet Angela. Yep. Yeah. So now I'm in college. I'm doing yoga all the time. I'm TAing at the studio to get free yoga. I'm kind of just moving through my engineering degree and fast forward through the PhD, all that, I'm still doing yoga and oh, let's see. So my grandma passes. So this is a big Mm -hmm. part of the story in the middle of my healing cottage, break up with the boyfriend kind of rock bottom space. My, (laughs) my grandma passes away, which was expected. She was sick for a while. So I go home and I was home in New Jersey for about a week or so. I spent a lot of time with my sister And my grandma was with us. There was a bunch of different little signs throughout that process of her dying that I just unwittingly knew she was right there. Mm. And she left us, each grandchild, she left a a very small sum of money in in our inheritance. And immediately I was like, I need to do something special with this money. Mm. And the yoga community in New Jersey is, is there, but it's kind of non-existent. There's so much room for growth down there. And I was like, at the current owner of the yoga studio that I was at in Rhode Island was living in Connecticut. So she was kind of a long distance owner. And I was like, oh, that's it. I'm going to buy a studio in, in New Jersey. I'm going to live in Rhode Island. And this is a great idea. So I go back to Rhode Island and I set up a meeting with the owner to talk to her about my new idea and see her input and any advice she has. She immediately was like, I'm selling. <laughs> like, just without even a question, we're like, okay, I'm buying. Like, that's, that's <laughs> in the happened. same beat. Yeah. Yep. And it, there was like definitely a long process to it, um, as any kind of big purchase like that is. But long story short, I, I bought the yoga studio and, and that, that actually kind of lines up. It adds to that impulsive, um, steadfast, just, yeah, steadfast <laughs> download. And I closed on, so I say I want to buy a new house, which I, I did. Me and Aiden, my broke up boyfriend. <laughs> now fiance. And I, now yeah. fiance, yep. So we decide to buy this second house for me to move into. 
Um, the- he, he loves you so much. I know. Can <laughs> you imagine having this conversation? Hey, babe, it's not a wall. It's actually another house. Yeah. It's a huge investment. <laughs> we're actually we're not going to live together right now. I'm going to move into this <laughs> one, and you're going to stay there. <laughs> like I could just see yeah. his face being yeah. like, "What the fuck?" Okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> so it was magical. So we're actually at this point, we're getting back together. So we finally and. Us getting back together wasn't, like, a process either. It was just a moment. I was like, this, I need, we need to be together. Like, I've had my time. I've had my healing. We're, we're meant to be. Mm. And so at this time, now I'm buying a studio and I'm buying, we're buying this condo. So I closed on, I think I closed on the studio May 1st. And then on May 4th, I closed on the condo. Nice. <laughs> yeah just the way it goes you're a power manifester yeah by the way if anybody wants to know what manifesting looks like in real time like this uh. is it this is it <laughs> really really this yeah. is it yeah I was just talking to someone else about that too because I'm um, at this point I kind of paused for a while and I, I know that it's not a time right now to to kind of um expand or invest and but I know that there will be a time soon and I'm just manifesting it sitting on it waiting and I know it's coming and I just have that I'm not a patient person for the record I yeah really <laughs> don't have patience but in these big moments I, I really just trust that the next big move will come mm. and it and it showed in that last year actually 2022 yeah my family was like a normal person kind of like buys a house in a year and then maybe maybe buys a business in the next year like what are you doing? <laughs> I'm being me. Yeah. You're being you. You're following your gut and your intuition. And I just heard too, which I mean, I, maybe you and I have talked about this, but that discipline to stay still and just be right now, it's because mm. the next thing that you're building um, and becoming a part of is much bigger mm-hmm. than what you've experienced or built so right. far thus far it's right it's big and, and you can feel that yeah 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 I, de- I definitely feel that um and it's it's definitely showing me a lot like in this past year too so I met you the, the moment I met you I actually remember I don't think I told you this um you took I, I didn't buy the studio yet but you took one of I think it was Alyssa's classes and me and her were behind the desk and you came up and you talked you talked at Alyssa, but like you were looking at me. <laughs> which, wait, so which is so funny because I remember you standing there. Yeah. I can feel your energy more than I remember seeing your face. If that yeah. makes sense. Yes. Yes. I, I like, I feel the whole moment. And you were kind of asking her, not really asking her, but just feeling, oh, I'm here. I'm looking for a space. Mm-hmm. Um, just introducing yourself. And, I guess not even a month later, we were on the phone and we were like, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Because during mm-hmm. that class, I felt the download or the ping of like, find a hot yoga class, like a heated class. Just mm-hmm. need heat, go find a heated class. So I looked up on Mind Body and it put Rhode Island Yoga Center, which is what it was called before you, you branded it, Ben. Mm-hmm. And it was like, great, perfect. It's starting in like 30 minutes, go to the class. I think it was like, and I was, I remember in Shavasana and the song was the lyrics. Cause I was like, where do I go from here? Like, what the hell am I doing? I know I'm in Rhode Island for a reason. Like, and the song, the lyrics were, I am ready. 
I am ready. And I was like, okay, well, I can't ignore that. So I walked right up to the desk Mm -hmm. and that's when, yeah, I saw you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, It really just unfolded in such like a magical way. And I also, uh, within that too, I remember within my healing process of kind of breaking up with the boyfriend, getting back together, getting (laughs) engaged. I was like, I need, I don't want to say therapy because I didn't need therapy, but that's like the societal concept. Like I need therapy. Yeah. 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 I need help. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I went to this therapist and like, we didn't vibe. I took a few, I took a few months off and after getting engaged, I just, I knew there was so much unhealed, deep, like parental inner child, um, Mm -hmm. like just upbringing stuff that I had to get rid of. And I I went to you, I was like, I'm ready. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I'm waiting. (laughs) You need to be ready soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's so cool. It's so, it's such a gift to watch you. And, and I think the huge part of when somebody says, like, I want to heal, I want to change my perspective, I don't want to come from this place or this mindset anymore. It's all about the willingness to just be like, you know what, whatever's going to unravel. Mm-hmm. And however it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And you dove in, not surprised, <laughs> fully. And you're just like, yep. And the things that come up are, I, for me, I mean, I can only imagine how you feel. But I'm like, damn. Like, wow, she just let that go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's felt good. It's felt like a, just a major release. And it happened at the right time. I wasn't ready for it before all of this. I wasn't ready for it before my my rock bottom moments mm-hmm. it definitely built itself up. Yeah. There's a fine, I mean, there's life on life's terms. Life has to take course mm-hmm. and our job is to not hesitate when there's opportunity placed in front of us, no yeah. matter how ass backwards. And I feel like that's kind of actually more so mm-hmm. because no great stories right now. I talk about this a lot on the podcast. We are in the middle of this awakening mm-hmm. of this deep, the divine feminine rising. It's not going to look the same. It's not going to be analytical. It's not going to be part of this nine to five culture or this, you know, 2.4 kids with the white picket fence and the two car garage house. Like it's just not that matrix anymore. And so people who are listening to this, who feel just completely upside down or confused just be sit yep. and then wait to hear what comes up yeah yeah and reflect i mean reflecting yeah, looking back at everything that happens once you're once you're at that place of just being and once you give yourself that time i feel like looking back and watching your life unfold there's moments there's meaning it it's not random. Yeah. Oh, I just got chills. It's not random. It's no. not random at all. No. So cool. So now, Grandma, and I love you have her quilt. Up. Oh, Grandma's quilt. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a really cute story. So uh, that quilt has been in my attic apparently my whole life. I've never seen that quilt ever. But when I bought the studio, my parents came to visit, and my mom brought this quilt with her. It was my grandma, my grandma that passed. It was her mother's. And during the Great Depression, I want to say, she, it's a yo-yo quilt. And she sewed it with all of her local 
community women all together. Like while the men were at war, men were out working, they sewed this quilt together. So it's such a representation of community Mm. and um, it's hanging right on my wall and it's, it's so fitting and it just adds to my grandma kind of giving me this opportunity and helping me find this path because it, it really was her. Yeah. Continuing your ancestral line from the feminine. Yeah. That's yeah. The community, that's truly what, what you're all about, what Caroline is all about. And you can see it. It's like, you just want people to have that safe haven. That was the beginning of your journey of processing who you're stepping into. I, I, I mean, can we just say again, 26, 26, 26, yeah. which is great. Right on brand, right on brand with this divine awakening where I love, I, I, I love your story. I love what it's unfolding and what it's becoming. So now you have the studio and for people who don't know too, shout out to Matunic Oyster Bar. It <laughs> is gorgeous. And you get to blend both worlds because Caroline teaches a rooftop. For, tell us about that so I don't butcher oh. the date. Oh, it's magical. Um, and this, Matunic is my yin and my yang. It's my absolute chaos, which my inner child needs. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, that 17-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and my like calm, serene yin side is my studio. So it's a really magical balance for me right now. And um, at the Oyster Bar, we put a rooftop on during the COVID season. So now I get to teach rooftop yoga up there, which is just so beautiful and gorgeous. This year we're doing Tuesday, Thursday, Sundays at 8.30 a.m. So cool. ex- I'm so excited to add the weekend class and Perry's awesome for letting me use the roof. It's really a great blend. That's great. It really is. It's magical. I mean, you're up there, you get to see the farmers and what are they doing? They're catching the the oysters and the clams, the clamors, they're out there. And all you see up there is it's just marsh and gorgeous little beach um, condos or little cottages. And it really is. I mean, there's something magical about yeah. this area. Yeah. And that too, that was a moment. I, I don't even think I think thought twice about it. I had the, had the download and Perry was nearby and I said, Hey, can this happen? And he's like, let's make it happen. I love it. I just got such a ping to say this to anybody. So when a download or that feeling, I just called it a ping, when this idea comes up, it doesn't hurt to speak on it. Mm. Doesn't mean you're cashing in your 401k. It doesn't mean you're uprooting your family. It doesn't mean you're leaving your secure job. What it's doing is it's sending a signal, a vibration out to the universe that says, I am willing to explore something more, something bigger than myself out of my confines of comfort. So just speaking it out. And I feel like that has been one of the biggest things that you've done that's made you such a, such a, an amazing manifester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about it, going right to the, going, going to somebody and just saying, Hey, this, this, this is what I want. This is what's coming up for me right now. Mm-hmm. And there takes a bit of like a boldness, but it's not <laughs> like a ego. It's, it's just more of like a fearlessness of like, I mean, I love that about you too, where it's not, it's, you have this, that yin and the yang, you care so deeply and you honor people's emotions and feelings. But at the same time, 
I don't give a shit what you think as much as I care what's brewing within me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's important. And I actually, um, I had this conversation with one of our TAs the other day, Joe, actually, about <laughs> your 20s and how immensely like underrated they are. Like everyone talks about your midlife crisis and I, I haven't experienced that yet. I'll, I'll let you know what happens, but <laughs> like this, like I call it, I called it my quarter life crisis. And I really believe that that concept is here for everybody. And it's so shrugged off mm. as, Oh, you're just finding yourself. You're just entering adulthood, but it's so intense and it's so pressurized that I feel like it needs to be normalized and talked about and, it's okay to go to school for engineering and not be an engineer. And it's yes. okay to make these big shifts. And it's just all a part of your path. Right, right. From an outside looking in, maybe the older generation looks down and kind of at the perspective of like, what do you have to worry about? You have no responsibilities. But yet at the same time, there's major judgment of like, this is the time that you're supposed to be setting up your life and like mm-hmm. doing this. But you really, in your 20s, have, it's almost like you have all the choices of every path, of every road. So it, it can be completely overwhelming. And kudos to all the 20-somethings who didn't bury themselves in drugs and booze <laughs> like you, you know, because that's a huge path that unfortunately, but realistically, a lot of 20-somethings, I'll speak for myself, that's the yeah. route that I took. Right. Right. Because it's so scary. And you're like, all right alcohol's here my friends want to party let's party like yeah it's I have a um one of my really good friends Lindsay um had has this a similar story to you her her 20s was kind of intense and I'll remember we both managed at the oyster bar together and she was going um to be a lawyer and I'll never forget we were sitting at the bar together these two men were next to us kind of like chatting us up and we said like all in our power, we're like, yeah, like I'm going to be a doctor and I'm going to be a lawyer. Like super, like I just feel the masculine energy like in that moment. And we were so proud of it. And maybe a few months later I quit and I was like, yep, I'm going to own a yoga studio now. And she ended up not pursuing her lawyer degree and also coming into energy work. We just reflect on that moment and we're like, it's the awakening. Like we, just shifted and it was so calm and slow but so meant to be yeah and I feel I truly do feel that some you know the path there is that different feeling where as healers as light workers as coming into this divine awakening like for sure 1000 percent, we do need doctors we do need lawyers we do need engineers but we need them to be from a different place than just this has been the lineage and this is why I'm stepping into it, which is, I feel again, such a a really great reminder for 20 somethings to hear. Right. Yeah. Everyone has their path and it's just so important to, to get quiet and to, to listen to what your path is supposed to be and not just let the noise of society guide you. Mm. Today is, exactly where you're meant to be today is exactly when you're supposed to start and caroline's pieces of her story are such inspiration and motivation motivation that you know there's something bigger at work and and i do i love i can kind of see you just like i gotta push this stuff away so i can just be with me my higher self my energy 
-hmm. and then taking the step because I feel like that's too in this constant go, 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 Mm -hmm. who can get there fastest. Mm -hmm. It's quality over quantity lifestyle. Like, no, let's just break that. Let's be done with that. Like pausing is powerful. Mm-hmm. Sitting with your own energy is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking scary. Yeah. You know, it's not like I, like you just, I just kind of leaped through life and I was happy go lucky the whole time. It was really hard and scary to be like, Oh, I'm, I'm now going to quit my PhD with no plan. Yeah. Like for two or three months there, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just riding with it. And that's, that's a scary thing to do but trusting and just day by day. And that's when all the things come up. That's when the real work starts because mm-hmm. when you <laughs> go against all of a sudden the, the self, you know, inflicting the pain is like, well, who do I think I am? Well, I'm not qualified for this. Mm-hmm. Well, what am I going to do? And the fear comes. And that's also when you know you are on the right path because if we just keep numbing it or pushing it down or ignoring it, it doesn't go anywhere. It just becomes energy is never destroyed mm-hmm. it only moves mm-hmm. and oh man so cool so cool so now you and Aiden you just got engaged in Iceland uh <laughs> we got engaged in St. Lucia oh in St. Lucia why did did you go to Iceland we went to Iceland okay months before we got engaged and I had this so talk about like pings I had this such an intense feeling I was like we're getting engaged soon like we're getting engaged soon but like we also just got back together so I was kind of like no way like that's crazy and we were about to go to Iceland and I was like oh he's gonna do it in Iceland like that makes sense so every moment in Iceland I was kind of like corner like looking for it uh finally camera ready picture ready I was ready (laughs) but finally I had I told him that I had this thought in my head and he was so good about it. He completely, like, derailed me. <laughs> he was like, no, like, I'm not ready yet. Like, completely threw me off my path. And all the while, he literally had the ring at home, like, waiting for our trip to St. Lucia in a month to propose. I remember us talking uh, about that, too, in one session where you yeah. were like, you know what? I just need to come to terms with, like, it is what it is. Like, it's going to be great whenever it happens. And yeah. I think we, like, bold about it. <laughs> we, like, yeah. transmuted some of that energy. We moved it around. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, you were engaged. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So funny. It's a good story. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And he's awesome. So tell us just a little shout out for Aiden, this wonderful man who's just, again, such a great example of honoring the feminine and the masculine energy within you and and really honoring you in giving you your space to fully be who you are. Yeah. Yeah. He's so patient with me. So we met in college, actually, and we were best friends all through college. I say we were best friends. He had a crush on me all through college. <laughs> you were his friend. I was his friend. I, I, this also too, this was just a moment. I, I wrote this in our little, like how you have the wedding page story thing. Mm. Um, I, it wasn't like a story of falling in love. It was, there was a moment and I was like, yep, this is it. It wasn't this long elongated like love story. I, I mean, I guess we have a story, but there was just a day. We started dating the day after college, uh, day after graduation, I should say. And yeah, he's been so patient with me throughout the whole thing. Um, even through our breakup, he obviously he was hurt, but 
he honored who I was. And I remember him, we talked about this the one time, the one day he actually yelled at me. He was like, you need chaos. He's like, mm. he's like, you just search for the chaos. And when you don't have it, you find it and you create it. And oh, he was right. And that's like the main topic of therapy most of the time. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I do? But the chaos is really just powerful energy of feeling something that hasn't yet come into fruition if we're coming from a healed space that isn't childhood or teenage trauma or that hey listen to me really chaos can it comes from a very similar energetic point as something's brewing and I want to figure out what it is right right and he he just knew me he knew that about me and and I remember him he never yelled but he was yelling at this moment and I was like you're right. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, you are right. And um, and yeah, he was he was great. It definitely um, we broke up for about six months, but then we we're better than ever. And that point of our relationship, I we talk about it all the time. It was so necessary for us. I think we learned more about ourselves as individuals. We learned more about ourselves as a couple. And um, I say all the time that if we didn't have that moment, we would have been like 30 and divorced. Mm. So you said that energy, it doesn't just go away. It just gets pushed down and we were pushed to get down and it, we had, we needed to get it out and work through it. I have chills because this is also like talking about the way society, you know, Oh, got to have a ring on your finger by 20 something, have the baby by 30 something. And it's like, And then all of a sudden we wonder why, you know, now more than half of Americans, at least, um, their relationships end up in divorce. And it's not to say go out and like, you know, leave your husband, leave your wife, but (laughs) this is an invitation. This is a calling to go deeper and to find that way of doing it. And gosh, space is, space is an absolute needed thing. Space is, yeah. And, And now, and he, so Aiden is, because it's fascinating, too, just from an energetic. He's a cancer. He's a cancer. And he's also, he's in the Navy. What does he do? Yep, he's a civilian in the Navy. He is an engineer for them. <laughs> That's right. So he's the engineer. He's yeah. the engineer. Okay. Yep. I yep. love we it. In our, um, we were both engineers through undergrad. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. And so, because the thing that I find fascinating, too, is like every time I talk to Caroline, I'm like, hey, where's Aiden today? She's like, oh, he's in Japan. Oh, he's in yeah. Hawaii. Oh, he's, he's underwater in a submarine. Yeah. So he's traveling the world, diffusing situations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he gets to marry his own little ticking time bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. It really lines up so well, too, because... Um, he's so adorable he travels and he he can't wait to come home with me and I'm excited when he comes home but it also gives that space like that intense feeling of space that I needed a few years ago I I never understood it and now I it naturally kind of entered into our relationship and I think it makes us so much healthier not to say you're like he has to keep traveling his whole life but now we have that knowledge to honor it Mm -hmm. and to find it when we need it I'm a Libra who needs balance with my rising in Scorpion, which makes me prickly if I don't have my space. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, and I'm, I'm a rising Libra. Yeah. Right. And what's your sign? Scorpio. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> okay. We've already put this together. Okay. But that just yeah. hit me again. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. 
yeah. And then we're both married or you're going to marry a cancer in the, their days apart. And I'm telling you, like, it's such a beautiful thing to be married to a water sign because they have that deep emotional, physical and emotional connection that he keeps me tethered. He keeps me not in like I'm not committed 1000%, but you know what I mean? He just, he always, he's home. Yeah. He brings it back home for me yep. when I'm out and airy fairy. over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like an anchor. Yeah. Oh man. I just, I'm so excited to see what comes up. We have something coming up. Actually. Yes. You want to share about this? I'm so pumped. Yes. Eileen, I'm going to say you're mainly hosting. I'm kind of, again, just kind of the background space holder. That's how I feel um, I should be right now. So it's a going to be a four-day retreat in Wood River, Rhode Island um, at this beautiful retreat house so with pretty. pool. We're going to have some kayaking. It's going to be fully catered. Um, multiple healers are going to be involved. So I'll be teaching some yoga classes. Um, mm-hmm. Eileen and Erica will be doing some sound, ba- sound baths and readings and inner child work really just diving in women only and yeah you can do a one day you could do all four days it's gonna be magical i'll put the link um in the bottom of this episode too and we're also um for the next three people who sign up where i'm gonna give away um two free coaching sessions Ooh, i love that yeah, because I feel like, I mean, even if they want to meet before or after to continue the journey. And one of the huge things that's coming up for, for me for while this retreat is unfolding is finding your tribe. Yes. Finding your tribe. And I, I love how you were talking about the men and women's circle that you were a part of because no longer does it just have to be like, I feel like there's this assumption that because for me, you know, I'm a mom of young kids that like, I need to go out and find a mom group for support. And I feel like we can all agree that the village is harder to find than we thought, but the village also doesn't have to look a certain way. We need, I need Caroline. I need the 20 somethings who are doing it a different way. Cause it's healing that part of me. I need the older moms and the empty nesters and the grandmothers. Like we all, we need one another. So I really feel like this is going to be a great place for people to connect deeper and find their tribe. Yeah. Yeah. And Rhode Island, it's sacred. We have, there's so many people around here that are ready, ready to dive in and we're here to offer it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't know where to start, this is a great place to start because maybe just carving out that time to just be. Yeah. And see what comes up. I have my 100 positive affirmation cards here. So I'm going to shuffle them and I'm going to pick one. Oh, something just popped out. Always happens like that. Okay. The cacti on the cover and it says, I am who I want to be. Mm. And on the back, it says, how much do I trust myself? Do I listen to others more than myself? Uh. I mean, if spirit isn't a thing, like this just blows my mind every time. Mm -hmm. I am never not amazed. Right. That sums it up, really. <laughs> There's, it sums it up. This cacti needs its heat. It can be uh, a bit prickly, but when it's given the right amount of water and space, it thrives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I am who I want to be. Thank you, Caroline. I just, I cherish our relationship and I'm grateful that you're doing the work and I love 
everything that Bend is becoming and already is. And thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm so happy that we met and that we're on this journey together. I really couldn't do it without you and everyone that's around me right now, my, my tribe, let's say. Mm, same, 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 same. It's beautiful. And for everybody listening, go ahead and check out the show notes because there is different price points for this retreat. We hope you can make it. We would love, love, love to see you. I host weekly sound baths at Bend, and you can always pop on Mind Body to see when Caroline or any of the other amazing teachers. There are so many different versions and of yoga that is incorporated in Bend Yoga Studio. So go ahead and check that out. You are loved. You are supported. You are so worth it. You are loved, you are supported, and you are so worth it. Thank you for being in this space with me today. Please go ahead and share this episode with a friend who you think would benefit from it. If you can, please leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. I will talk to you soon. Have a great day.